Turn in your Bibles to Joshua, the very first chapter. And I just put chapter one because I wasn't sure exactly all the scripture that I was going to touch on this morning. But specifically, we will look at verses 10 through 13 of Joshua chapter 1. Joshua 1, 10 through 13. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves. For within three days you will cross over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And to the Reubenites and the Gadites and half the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke saying, remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you saying, the Lord your God is giving you this land. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for today, for a wonderful morning of, of worship and lifting our voices to you today on this beautiful resurrection morning that you have given us. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that our thoughts and that our words will not only be once a year as we proclaim the risen Savior, but every day. Every day will be resurrection day. So, Lord, as we, as we come to you today, as we bring your word, God, I pray that you would speak through me, that this would be your message for your people. And I will only speak the heart of God this morning. So, Lord, fill me afresh with your spirit that I may do so according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. I remember the 1999 St. Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf. Anybody else? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, see my dad back there, he's waving his arms big. <laughs> Expectations were high for the St. Louis Rams in 1999. Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Marshall Falk, and an up-and-coming quarterback named Trent Green. And many of you know the story, during a preseason game in August, that quarterback Trent Green was was sacked in the backfield, a nasty, nasty sack. Tore up his knee for the year. He was out, out for the year. And the players were devastated because they knew the potential that this team had for a championship run in 1999. And you could see that receiver Isaac Bruce, he went to one knee and he pounded, he pounded on the ground because he was so devastated because he knew what the potential was for this team. He was in disbelief. The season was over for the Rams in 1999, even before it began. So who could possibly, who could possibly replace Trent Green as quarterback of this team? Well, the next person you see running out onto the field is an unknown, unproven quarterback named Kurt Warner. The TV announcers didn't know who Kurt Warner was, they finally found out that he had been cut by the Green Bay Packers a few years before. He played arena football for the Iowa Barnstormers. <laughs> he played a year in the NFL Europe. Hardly a career to write home about. And to make ends meet, he worked in a local grocery store stocking shelves. 
This is the man who is going to step in for Trent Green for the 1999 St. Louis Rams. Very little hope. But what did Kurt Warner do for the Rams in 1999? He led the NFL in passing with over 5,400 yards passing. He threw 49 touchdown passes. He led the Rams to a 13-3 record and a trip to the Super Bowl where they beat the Tennessee Titans. He was named the most valuable player for the Super Bowl. He was named the most valuable player for the entire NFL season that year. And he went on to win another MVP and two more trips to the Super Bowl before he retired in 2010. And my dad has a picture of Kurt Warner hanging in his office next to his computer. And he says, he's like the son I never had. (laughs) Why do people love the story of Kurt Warner so much? Because it's a story of never giving up, tireless preparation and a steadfast faith in God. And this morning I have, I have a strong and I have a clear message for us on this, on this beautiful Easter morning. It's important for you and for me to make provisions for what God has in store for Orchardville Church. Some of you are here this morning and you may have unanswered questions You may have uncertainty in your life, yet we can still hear the words of our pastor that rings loud and clear to reach, teach, and serve. To never stop improving and to piggyback on Logan's sermon just a little bit last week. That the message is clear from our pastor to never stop improving. Be ever moving forward. May Orchardville Church never be known as the church that was. Let's always be moving forward on the ready with an expectation to see and experience God moving in power. New days of preparation are here for us. New days of preparation. Amen? Amen. First and foremost, today we celebrate, we celebrate our risen Savior. This is what we do. This, is, this, this day today, this day marked as, as Easter Resurrection Sunday, we celebrate all over the world. Christians celebrate Easter as the day that Jesus rose from the dead. And that is the, the primary reason that we celebrate today. Yet, there are two other events that are going on this weekend, far less important but will nonetheless be celebrated by many, many people all across this country for sure. Number one is the NCAA Final Four Championships this weekend. It has become the Super Bowl. People plan so much around the NCAA Final Fours. And of course, now we know that uh, Kentucky went down last night. And we, uh, so we could have had an all Big Ten final, but we don't. But we do have Duke and Wisconsin playing for the... National championship tomorrow night. Much celebrated. <laughs> Much celebrated. And for me, more, more importantly, today is, Troy? Opening day for the Opening day for the Cardinals. 
It's opening day today for Major League Baseball. Cards and Cubs tonight, Wrigley Field. And whether you are a baseball player or a football player, any competing athlete, for that matter, or a follower of Jesus Christ, there is a time of preparation to get ready for the upcoming season. You don't compete unless you prepare. You don't change the world for Jesus unless you prepare. You don't cross the Jordan unless you prepare. Baseball players, they train in the wintertime. Football players, they train in the summertime. And in 2 Timothy chapter four, Paul tells us to be ready in season and out of season. And even during training season, there can be setbacks and injuries and sometimes even learning a new position. You hear of that. As teams prepare for their new season, there's, there's, there's these great injuries that can happen and some, some of the best players, they may start the season on the this disabled list. Some of them over the off season, they have to learn a new position. If they are to stay on the team and help the team, they have to learn a new position. Is it any, is it any different with us here at Orchardville? We prepare. If you're an athlete, Last season is over. You don't look at last season and it has nothing to do with the success or the failure of, of this, this season. All eyes are on the new season. And as they come out of training camp, they're prepared for a long and grueling season ahead. It's no different for us. At this church, we've had seasons of tremendous success. We've had seasons of setbacks. Preparations were made. And those who stepped up with hard work and faith in God have been used to do amazing things for God in this place, in this place. For those of you for so many years that have done that, wow, I thank you. I thank you for what you have done, for the groundwork that has been laid, that this church, even though we've lost our leader, we can keep our, our heads up and we can say God is not done. Yes. And we can continue to move forward. Amen. And it's time to make new preparations. Amen. In fact, we can look at chap- verses 12 and 13 of our text this morning. And it could, could read like this. And he said to the people of Xenia, Flora, Mount Vernon, Wayne City, and Keynes, Remember the words of Mark Shell to reach, teach, and serve. What about you? Are you ready? Are you ready for the coming season of the move of God? Are you looking at the past? Or are you ready for the future? We remember the past. We remember our leader. We remember the things that he taught us over the year, the groundwork that it was laid, the, the, the seed that was, was planted, the harvest that we have seen. But there's a new season, a new season of planting, a new season of preparation for us at Orchardville. Are you ready for the new season, for the coming season of the power of God, for the move of God that is coming to this place? I'm, I want to be in that place where I'm ready. I don't want to be taken by surprise. I 
want to be ready. God told Joshua, my servant Moses is gone. Lead the people and tell them it's time to move forward. Tell the people it's time to make preparations. Many of you know who Casting Crowns is. They have a song called Until the Whole World Hears. And there is a portion of the song that says, ready yourselves, ready yourselves. Let us shine the light of Jesus in the darkest night. Ready yourselves, ready yourselves. May the powers of darkness tremble as our praises rise. I think the powers of darkness were trembling this morning around this place as our praises were rising. Today, let me give you some necessary steps. Some necessary steps to prepare for the coming move of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going I'm to call this taking care of the 101s. And you know what 101 is. It's, it's, the, it's the basics. When you take English 101, it's, there's nothing under that. That's where most of us need to, I think, pick up, especially on the Internet. Number one, sanctify yourself. In Joshua 3, verse 5, Joshua told the people to sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. What does sanctify mean? Sanctify means to separate yourself. Set yourself apart for a special holy purpose. Set yourself apart. And Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, verse 21, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. It's up to you, it's up to me to make the decision here in my brain I'm going to set myself apart. It's not something God can do. God can't make me set myself apart. God can't set myself apart. He has set us apart. We are set apart to live for him. Yet we must set ourselves apart, sanctify ourselves. Make that decision that in our own mind, we will live for a special, holy purpose. A pitcher doesn't take the mound unless he knows he's prepared to win the game. Be prepared in your mind. Be prepared to enter into the game, to finish the game, to do well in the game. Separate yourself by picking up the cross of Jesus Christ and taking it to the world that you live in. That's separating yourself. There are too many of God's people who don't separate themselves and we blend in. Blending in is not being sanctified. Blending in is not being consecrated. Blending in is not setting ourselves apart for the purpose of God. Pick up the cross of Jesus and believe me, you will be set apart. Number two, prepare yourself by having the right attitude. Have the right attitude. Philippians 2 I'm going to read the first few verses in Philippians chapter 2. It says, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this in mind among yourselves, 
which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not account, did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing. Taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. The right attitude, humility, obedience, sacrifice. Be like-minded in one accord. Don't be selfish or conceited. Consider others as more important than you. And most importantly, remember the example of Jesus. Even though he was God, he came to serve and to lay down his life in obedience to die for us. Have the right attitude. Number three, prepare yourself with the right tools. A football player wouldn't dare play a single down without pads and a helmet. A baseball player wouldn't step in the batter's box with a hockey stick. And a follower of Jesus doesn't win souls by quoting Oprah. <laughs> or dare I say, Joel Osteen. Oops. Know the word of God by reading the word of God and studying the word of God and know God by being with God, those who know him will know his voice. Ephesians 6 tells us about the whole armor. Talk about tools. Talk about protection. The helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness the belt of truth, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, and our feet everywhere we go, our feet, they take the gospel of the peace of God wherever we go. Are your feet shod with the gospel of peace today? Know the right tools. And lastly, number four, prepare yourself for the long haul. This is a lifelong journey we're on. Battles will be many. It's a long season. That's why in baseball season, you, there's a reason why you play 162 games. That's why basketball season and hockey season seem to go on and on and on and on and on. End it already. Get used to being knocked down, but have the courage to get back up every single time. Recognize the victories along the way with with thanksgiving, be grateful. Be grateful, live a life of thanksgiving, of gratefulness. Don't be afraid to follow where the Holy Spirit leads. Be willing to wade into deep waters, even when the banks are overflowing. With Joshua leading, the Israelites didn't stand and stare at the promised land Joshua said to them, there it is. This is what the Lord has commanded us to do to get there. So prepare yourselves for the Lord is going to do wonders in your midst. I'm expecting, I'm fully expecting wonders in our midst. I expect it. I'm counting on it. I'm looking for it. I'm looking to it. I'm expecting it. The Lord told Joshua, never forget. 
Never forget the words of your leader. Never forget the words of Moses. But it's time to go. And today he tells us, never forget. Never forget the words of Mark Shell. Never forget what he did to lay the groundwork for this church that it may do what it has been doing and what it will continue to do because we will remember and we will apply what Mark Shell taught and lived for years to come, for the next generation, for the next season. Never forget. Never forget, Orchardville. Never forget. Yet a new season is before us. There's a new season to prepare for. There's a new season to get excited about what God is going to do in this place. See, I'm doing a new thing, the Lord says. Are you ready? Are you ready to prepare yourself? Will you take the necessary steps to say, Lord, here I am, send me. What is there, Lord, in my life that I need to make sure is right so that I'm not in the way, so that I'm not damming up the river, so that the Holy Spirit may flow freely through me in this place? Prepare yourself. The Lord is going to do wonders in our midst. And why does God do wonders and miracles in our midst? Joshua 2.4, it tells us. Joshua 4.24. That all the people of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. And that what? And that you may reverence and fear the Lord your God forever. Let's pray. Dear God, our eyes need to be opened. Our ears need to be opened. We need an awakening that we may serve you well. That we may not be past dwellers, but that we will anticipate a move of God as Joshua led boldly and strongly with courage and confidence. He didn't forget the past. He remembered. But you said, tell the people to prepare themselves. For God is going to do wonders in your midst. God, we say yes. We say, let your wonders be done in our midst to change lives. Bring salvation. Bring, bring fullness of the Holy Spirit in this place. Bring celebration. Bring dancing. And may we overcome. May relationships be restored. May the, may the proud see their, their ways and may they humble themselves. Lord, may we make provisions for our lives to decide that we will be set apart, sanctified, consecrated for a special holy work. May it be done so 
May it be done so, Lord, because you desire it for us and may we be obedient. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come in power during this time. Come, come and reveal Jesus in a fresh way, Lord. Jesus, be honored in this time. In whose name we pray, amen. Would you stand, please? And this morning, it's time to make preparation. It's time to prepare for a move of God in this place, in your heart. If you are here this morning, and we're here celebrating Easter, we're here celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Why do we do that? Because we celebrate the fact that he rose from the grave, victorious over sin, that he paid the price for our sin, that we no longer have to pay that price. His death, burial, and resurrection paid that price in full. That's why we celebrate. And we are here to celebrate that this morning. And if you're here this morning and you have never answered the call to let Jesus Christ save your soul, to wash away your sins and make you a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Behold, old things are passed away. All things have become new. All things means all things have become new. And you can be a new creation in Christ this morning if you will answer the call and say yes to Jesus during this time. Make that call. Make that call. Whatever God is doing in you, if you need prayer for, for physical healing, emotional healing, whatever it may be, come. You will be met here with, by somebody who will help pray for you. Won't you come this morning?
Amen. What a beautiful, beautiful day that the Lord has made. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. Amen. You certainly may. So good to see you. Amen. Amen. I can do this without and make sense and and you understand what I'm saying <clears throat> it's been an honor it's been a privilege to do ministry with the band that was so genuine and so authentic in his calling for 27 years here at Orchardville Church. And I know him well enough to know that what Brian preached today was right on. That he would expect me to be here with bells on today, worshiping the Lord, and he taught us very well, many of you that have been here any for any length at all, heard several sermons with the little book that said, go forward, go forward, go forward. And so that sermon was right on. You know, he laid the path for us. He taught us the lessons. And we will remember him. We will remember what he taught us. He was not pretentious. He thought of others more than himself. And we will remember those lessons, but we will look to a new day. And I am doing all right. I'm not falling apart because we don't grieve as the world grieves. And God is good. This world is on our home. Mark believed, you know, we live what we believe. I'm not scared. I'm not shaken. No matter what the outcome is, you know, we can know. Our faith is rock solid, people. It's on a rock. No matter the outcome, you can know. It's okay. It's okay. Everything doesn't always work out. Life is tough. Suck it up. But he would say to this church today, this church is going to be all right. He would not want the work that he did here to fall apart. He wouldn't want it to be the church of the past, what used to be at Orchardville Church. He would want it to keep going even greater. And that's what he would expect. And he, that's what I expect. And so you better suck it up. We're going to get on with it. And God is going to do awesome things here, like Brian said. That was a great sermon. We're going to be okay. God's going to send the right person, and it's all going to be good. So don't anybody panic. can fall apart. And we're going to miss him. Yes, I'm going to miss him dearly. I already do. 
but you're going to see me here and you're going to see me worshiping because what are we going to do? Lay down and die? No, we're not. We're not. God is still good. God is still on the throne. And it's Easter Sunday, and what a great day to worship. It's resurrection. It's a resurrection. Hallelujah. If K-Shell can say about herself, life is tough, suck it up, then so can you. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.